The lights at Lavelle Edwards Stadium shining all night. A tribute to the iconic BYU football coach Lavelle Edwards. Next on BYU Sports Nation, remembering his greatest victories. Six-year NFL veteran and one of the greatest defensive backs Lavelle ever coached, Derwin Gray will join us live to celebrate the life of the BYU legend. Plus, the current BYU head football coach Kalani Satake on what he wants his current players to remember most about his Hall of Fame mentor. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your host, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, December 30th. This is how we do it. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, once again teamed up with Jason Shepard. And my friend, what a last 24 hours. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a very emotional 24 hours. But I've said this a couple of times. Um, it was also a very positive and uplifting 24 hours. Just to hear all of the stories from former players, um, you know, people who had coached, uh, with Lavelle, against Lavelle, and just fans, hearing them reflect on their memories of a great coach and a great man uh, has, has been, um, it's been a very positive experience. I got a Facebook message uh, from a friend and a, an avid BYU Sports Nation listener, uh, the Tajian family in Southern California, who reiterated, Lavelle was a big part of why not only my family recognized BYU and got into BYU, but why they eventually joined the church and how that has reciprocated and exponentially affected so many lives. And I just was blown away. And that's just one of literally hundreds that were presented yesterday. We began the show showing the the lights on at Lavelle Edwards Stadium last night, which was a fantastic tribute to Coach Edwards. But but I have to say... um, it really hit me this morning, driving um, to BYU Broadcasting this morning to get ready for the show. I, I, I drove right in front of the stadium and just happened to take a glance up, and I, I saw the, the name right there, Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and uh, I got emotional. It, it really hit me this morning, mm-hmm. um, just the, uh, the enormity of, of what happened and just his presence that has always been felt and will continue to be felt uh, around the the BYU football program and around BYU athletics. Obviously a sad day, but a celebration all at the same time. As Jason mentioned, emotionally draining, inspiring, uplifting, and an incredible display of how one man can change the lives of so many people for the better. And like I said, at an exponential rate, because not only is he affecting the immediate families, but then... The families, families, right. and so on. Lavelle Edwards. Far-reaching right? is uh, his, his influence, for sure. Leading off today's BYUSN headlines, of course, is the legendary BYU football coach who passed away yesterday at the age of 86. As we just mentioned, the lights at LES remained on throughout the night. The Y on Y Mountain was also lit up. There was a moment of silence at the BYU basketball game, all as a tribute 
to the legend, Lavelle Edwards. Speaking of the men's basketball team, they dominated Santa Clara last night, 89-59 to in the West Coast Conference opener. Eric Mika scored 19 points and grabbed nine rebounds. T.J. Haas finished with 17 points, six rebounds, and six assists. Cougars are at LMU tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. T.J. Haas with 17 points, six rebounds, and six assists was just one of a handful of players that helped BYU once again dominate Santa Clara. I don't know what it is about that matchup, but BYU continues to just absolutely annihilate that team. We mentioned yesterday our stat of the day was that their average margin of victory is like 19.3. Well, they ended up winning by 30, so that's going to increase that average margin of victory significantly. Here's what TJ Haas said about BYU's improved play last night. And he did so in the form of dishing out dimes. He didn't need to say much, Jason, because he was calculated and uh, a surgeon. That's the word I like to use to, display, to describe like quarterbacks and the way they, they rip apart defenses. That's what T.J. Haas did last night to the Santa Clara Broncos. He really does need to patent the over-the-shoulder pass. I mean, that's like his thing. We saw another one last night. It was great. BYU women's basketball. Not as fortunate. In their West Coast Conference opener, they lose by one point at Santa Clara, 64-63, despite 21 points, six assists, and six rebounds from Cassie Broadhead. Kalani Purcell had a double-double of 15 points and 15 boards. BYU trying to get back on track at home in WCC play against LMU. You can watch that game live on BYU TV at 4 p.m. Eastern. And this weekend, Cougars in the NFL. Daniel Sorensen and the Kansas City Chiefs play on the road at San Diego. Ziggy Ansah and the Lions host Green Bay. Kyle Van Oy and the Patriots face John Denny and the Dolphins in Miami. And Dennis Pitta and the Baltimore Ravens will wrap up the regular season at Cincinnati. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Lavelle's greatest win. But what he really did was he saw ahead. He was a visionary. He saw ahead for each person. I'm telling you, for each guy, it was a gift that he could look into the future and see what you could be. And then he was calm about it. And then you had confidence about it, too. Steve Young on the great Lavelle Edwards. And my question is, how do you define Lavelle Edwards' greatest win? Because as we have chronicled in the past uh three-plus hours of live BYU Sports Nation, it can be one of a hundred or maybe a thousand things, and it can deal with something on the football field or off of it. The man was full of accomplishments. I was thinking about picking one favorite thing or a best win or a most monumental win in Lavelle's career, and, and I was like, it's kind of like comparing – or trying to, to find a favorite part of Michelangelo's epic <laughs> Sistine Chapel painting. You walk in, it's like, well, tell me what your favorite part of it is. It's huge, right? Yeah. And all of it's incredible. So it's like, well, I, I like that certain specific area with the colors. But maybe it's the, but, but maybe, yeah. I feel like it's trying to find one favorite yeah. part in the Sistine Chapel painting, but... That's exactly what we are going to ask all of you to do today. So, Jason, the official Twitter question, please. What was Lavelle Edwards' greatest 
victory. Our first tweet coming in from at Mr. Underscore Flintstone 94. No single victory on the field, but how he changed the program and touched thousands of lives. What a legacy. You have infinite possibilities here (laughs) with the answer to today's Twitter question. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Jason and I, just for... I don't know, to try and bring some context and uh, (laughs) narrow the focus here a little bit. We're actually picking a game that Lavelle Edwards coached in and won for BYU football. But that doesn't mean all of you can't go whatever direction you want with this. And we had our say on all of the things that uh, he did off the field for us and how he inspired us yesterday. And we'll continue to do so in the days ahead. But for today's conversation, it will be about an actual game. So, Jason, yes. what's your favorite part of Lavelle's Sistine Chapel painting? The great part about this was there were a lot of games to choose from because the man coached at BYU for 29 years. And there were countless games that you could say, you know what? That was his greatest victory. Well, maybe it's that one, just like you were talking about. I ultimately, and I feel pretty good about this selection. Okay. Uh, the 1980 Miracle Bowl. Okay. I think I, that's the one I'm ultimately going to go with. And the reason, number one, it was BYU's first bowl victory. I mean, that set the table for what BYU would do over the next couple of decades, having success in bowl games. Not to mention the actual game ended in dramatic fashion. One of the most dramatic finishes you will ever see. And it's an iconic highlight that is used every bowl season. And I'm not just talking about uh, within BYU crowds or you know here on BYU. It is used, in, it is used nationally. It is one of those moments that when it's bowl season, people will always reflect on. So for me, that is the game that I believe was Lavelle's greatest victory. Lavelle Edwards, interestingly enough, said that he felt more pressure going into that game against SMU in hindsight than he did going into the game against Michigan in 1984 because BYU had yet to win a bowl game. They had failed in the first two opportunities of the Holiday Bowl. They lost to Navy in 1978, and they lost a heartbreaker to Indiana, Lee Corso's Indiana Hoosiers, (laughs) in 1979 because of uh, a botched special teams play. And so in 80, when they got down to a very good SMU team, 45 to 25 with under four minutes to play, it was over, right? Yeah. It was done. And BYU was going to lose a third consecutive bowl game. They were the team that couldn't win in the postseason. That's why it it was a culmination of a lot of things. As you mentioned, some stress because they they hadn't won. And, And to be able to not only win the game, but to win it when everybody thought you were done. I just, I just think that that is a highlight. That final pass is a highlight that we will see in college football highlights forever. That's why, for me, it's, it's, it's the, his greatest victory. Bill Shefflin blocked a punt that allowed BYU to line up and uh, take a couple of shots down the field. Last play of the game, obviously, Jim McMahon to Clay Brown and then Kurt Gunther's extra point. Gave the victory to BYU 46-45. My greatest win in Lavelle Edwards' career will move to 10 years later in 1990 against then number one ranked Miami, an ESPN national audience. Ty Detmer was starting to gather all sorts of national attention because of what he did against Joe Paterno's defense in the Holiday Bowl in 1989 when the Cougars and Nittany Lions got into a shootout. 
a chance to prove that BYU really did deserve national respect, not just in the West, but all across the country because of that ESPN audience and that the 1984 National Championship wasn't just some fluke. BYU beat Miami 28-21, to and that launched Ty Detmer's yeah. Heisman Trophy campaign. BYU's greatest win, not just because Miami was number one, but because of where the Hurricanes also finished that season, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The Miami Hurricanes finished the 1990 season ranked number three. Started number one, finished number three. BYU beat a team that was great at the time and finished the season as a great team. Yeah, we were having this discussion earlier. You know, a lot of a lot of the the big games that BYU has won, you know, you you have to then look and see, well, okay, when BYU beat them, that was that was a big deal. Where did that team finish? And this is a perfect example of beating a team that was good that also finished as a very good team. But the biggest thing for me in this victory for Lavelle is what you said that it did for Ty Detmer. Oh man. It it put Ty Detmer on the map nationally. But also, as you said, set up the Heisman run. So I, the, the best part about this is I'm right with my pick, you're right with your <laughs> pick, and everybody else who's making their picks. You could have very easily gone with Lavelle's last game as a coach at the, Utah. The miracle. That was unbelievable. I cannot tell you how hard I was praying at the end of that game thinking there's no way <laughs> – that the heavens are going to allow Lavelle Edwards to lose his final game. <laughs> I was on the goal line, five yards away from where that ended. It was truly a miracle. <laughs> it was so great. Jonathan Pittman, back-to-back long plays from Brandon Doman. Oh, goodness, that was... Uh, I also remember just how destroyed that field was. That was an amazing Yeah, it was finish. a great... It, it could have very easily gone that, and we've had some people that have chimed in with so that So many great victories. 1979 at Texas A&M, beating a nationally ranked uh, Aggie squad. I mean, 1984, obviously, the national, national championship, championship clinching yeah. game against Michigan. The 52-52 tie... And Ty Detmer's uh, senior season against San Diego said to clinch another WAC championship, the Cotton Bowl victory in 96. Lavelle, he saw some fantastic wins. Yes, he did. We have some uh, news on the funeral about Lavelle Edwards. A public memorial service will be held for Lavelle on Friday, January 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 Mountain. The location will be announced soon, but... Mark the mark the date and the time. Public memorial service Friday, January sixth, eight Eastern, six Mountain Time, with the location yet to be announced. Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, one of the greatest defensive backs to ever play for Lavelle Edwards, Derwin Gray will join us. What will he remember most about the great coach? Stay with us. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We have gathered some incredible interviews and sound from a number of former BYU players. Steve Young, Ty Detmer, Blaine Fowler, all really emotional yesterday. And then let's not forget about ESPN College Football Insider and BYU National Champion Trevor Maddich, who had this to say. I mean, he didn't tell you to go live a good life. He made you want to be better because you wanted him to respect you. That was synonymous 
from everybody we yeah. talked to yesterday. There were a few themes that developed remembering Lavelle Edwards, uh, the first being what Trevor Maddish just told us, that it wasn't about him telling you to do something or saying he he made you feel inside like, I don't, I don't want to disappoint yeah. him, so I'm going to change my life so that I don't disappoint him. Well, and, and he instilled so much confidence in them, and, and we had so many, so many people tell us, I felt good about myself because I knew he had confidence in me. It's just, I, that's, that is the mark of, a, first of all, a great motivator when you can have that type of impact on somebody. But, you know, it just, everybody said it. He, he made all of us better people. Steve Young called it a gift for Lavelle Edwards' ability to see the best in everyone, that he could see the best in me before I could. And uh, Blaine Fowler said that. Ty Detmer said the same thing. He was the father away from home yeah. for so many different players. Fantastic stuff coming in on Lavelle Edwards from so many different people and angles. Uh, we love it. Please share your thoughts with us and answer today's Twitter question as well. What was Lavelle Edwards' greatest victory? At Derwin L. Gray said, The lives of the young men he touched. Derwin Gray will join us in just a few moments on BYU Sports Nation to explain why he opted to go with that answer for today's Twitter question. Uh, at Nick Lee 51 not any trophies or championships, but putting BYU on the map with good values and good men. And like we said earlier, this can be something that has nothing to do with football. And that has been the overwhelming response. Yeah, as, I was as, hoping that we were going to get these kind of responses, and that's been... We've had more of those than actual games. As amazing as the things that he accomplished as a coach on the field were, it's about everything that he did off of the field. And uh, again, that's making itself manifest today. At Sean Howard, 1985, an actual game. And I'm going to read this one because he agrees with me. Oh, really? 1990 Miami, BYU's only victory over a number one ranked opponent in football program history. Not only that, but as our stat of the day pointed out, that Miami team didn't diminish and fall off the map. They finished the season 10-2 and two and ranked number three in the country. At Y for Life. I saw so many as a kid, hard to pick. After the Cotton Bowl, we went to the airport and Lavelle said hi. Never forgot. One word, <laughs> right? It's that like everybody has these hi. moments. Hey, you know, you never forget them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, and that probably turned into, yeah, Lavelle said he was my best friend. I mean, you know how like you just embellished like one word and it's like we were best friends. Lavelle and I were best we friends. We had a moment. But he made people feel that we way. Connected. And the thing is, it was genuine. Yes. It was abs- absolutely genuine. Derwin Gray will join us uh, in just a little bit on BYU Sports Nation. We'll hear from uh, the pastor in South Carolina who is very energetic and very fired up and certainly has some emotional things to say about his former coach, Lavelle Edwards. We also have an interview with Kalani Sitake, and we have opted to replay this because it only aired during our afternoon special of BYU Sports Nation. Many of you have not heard our interview with the current head football coach at BYU, Kalani Sitake, and the things that he wants to emulate, that he learned from Lavelle, and what he wants his players to remember about the great coach, the man who's BYU, who has BYU Stadium uh, showing his name, the reason that Jason got emotional this morning. I mean, it, it all set in. What does Kalani Sitake want his players to remember most about the legendary 
Lavelle Edwards. Here is that interview, BYU Sports Nation, two-on-one with the current head football coach, Kalani Satake. What is your reaction to the news of Coach Edwards passing away today? Well, obviously heartbroken, and um, you know there, there's there's a, uh, a a lot of uh, people that are saddened by the news. Uh, obviously, and a lot of grown men crying today, and uh, that are hurting from this. So you can imagine um, the influence that he's had on on not only his players but the coaches and and the football community, BYU fans, and everybody that's involved, and also the opponent, his opponents, and so uh, the football world is. is is hurting for him, and, and, and uh, I think he was universally universally loved. And so, I can only imagine how Patty and 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 his family is feeling right now. And my uh, condolences go out to to the, the Edwards family, and just want to thank them for um, sharing their their husband and their father and grandfather with people like me that have made my life better. So, um, just thank you very much. And uh, Lavelle is going to be really really missed, and. Um, Hope we can make him proud by the, the the way we live our lives and the way that we enjoy each other's company. Coach, you've said that you want to be the Polynesian Lavelle Edwards. What would you like to emulate most about Lavelle? Well, I think that was my um, my attempt at trying to be funny, which is what Lavelle was really good at. He had a great a great sense of humor, and so um, I I think it's it was uh, I, I mentioned it before. I think it's taken out of context because I I could never be. Um, Lavelle Edwards, he is such a great man. And uh, but what I want to try to do is influence um, people like he influenced me. And um, I am one of many, many people that have been uh, become a better person because of him. And I think you've probably heard from so many people today that have talked about his influence on their lives. And so I'm just very grateful for um, uh, being able to be be in his life, but uh, very more than anything, grateful for the the influence that he's helped me become a better person. And, um, you know, and and, and it wasn't just always about football. It was about so many more things. And uh, I've just really enjoyed it. It's been an honor for me to be the coach here this last season. And I think that it's been the best part about it is being so close to Lavelle and Patty and and, and being able to spend some time with them and, um, you know, just just hear some of the things that he's – passionate about still and, and uh, hopefully we can continue a lot of the traditions that he started here and and uh, and, and, and make him and patty and the, and the rest of their family proud the head football coach at byu kalani satake joining us now on byu sports nation coach uh, without fail every time we talk to somebody whether it be today or previously about lavelle edwards his sense of humor and his ability to make people smile gets brought up so let's dig into that a little bit what is it about Coach Edwards that makes you smile when you think about his sense of humor? Oh man, he he um well because he's just so witty. He he could he could come up with with such quick things to say and it didn't matter what it was. He he found a way to make you happy and 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 he cared so much about people. You know, um his sense of humor kind of draws you in, but um, when you realize how much he really cares about you as a person, um, I've mentioned before that I'm one of many, but there's so many um, people out there, he, and he cared about um, helping even the, the, the people that are struggling the most. It's something that he's really passionate about. I uh, I was able to spend some time with him uh, a couple weeks ago, and and, and we, we talked about football a little bit, but when you when you mentioned um, some of the the, the service and the, the the charity work that the football team was doing, that's what really struck a chord with Lavelle. And so the fact that he, he and Patty were so excited about um, 
the, the community and the work that we're doing with your community service and charity work, that may, it meant more to them than, than the actual success on the football field, which is ex- exactly what defines Lavelle Edwards, that he, he cares about people and he loves them and um, he was willing to, to make them laugh and do whatever it took to, to make someone's life better that day. And, and he's definitely done that for me and he's done that for so many more. And it's just awesome to be part of his, part of his life and be uh, connected with him. We've all seen the video of the two of you hugging after his final game as head coach, the win at Utah. He's also, as you mentioned, been very supportive of you in your first season as head coach. What did the relationship that you had with him mean to you? It, it, it meant, meant the world because um, he could just be honest with me about anything. When when I was a, a player for him, he would tell me, um, he would just you know critique me and, and give me such positive reinforcement. And Lavelle's um, influence and, and the impact that he had it was, it was it was different than what you would think a stereotypical coach should be. It was um, it was subtle and gentle and loving and caring, and um, you wanted to do more because of it, you know. And and um, that that effect he had on me was was it's just, just I don't know I just didn't want to let him down I didn't want to um, uh, disappoint him at all but more than anything he, he saw more in me than I saw in myself and uh, that's a beautiful thing you know when someone has that much confidence in you and uh, you know that that that's one of my favorite moments is at the end of the, of the of his last game when I was able to embrace him I'm glad that they caught it on film because that's something I can always hold dear to and and uh, that that interaction I had with him it, it just I, I'm glad that I had that, but I'm like I said before, I'm one of many, many, many players that have felt that love from him. And whether you're the star player or the uh, or, or, or a, a volunteer walk-on type guy, he, he treated you all the same. And and that's something about uh, about Lavelle and his his the effectiveness that he had on people's lives. It wasn't um, overpowering; it was just overwhelming with love, and it was subtle and gentle. And then I, I appreciate that about him. And that's something that's quite unique in, in a coach and, and uh, more than anything it's it's very unique in a person and something that that's very attractive for uh, people like myself and I speak for all my former teammates and the people the BYU alumni and everyone that that's known him the emotions that uh, emanate from that video of you hugging Lavelle are are almost tangible and I know BYU football video sent out uh, a little montage of that his final game and of you hugging him and I watched it probably nine or ten times uh just because there was nothing disingenuous about him or his character. And uh, I know that that is something that you care deeply about, Kalani, uh, in talking with you and being around you. What do you want your players to remember and know about Lavelle Edwards that don't have much interaction with him? And, And what do you want them to know about what he means to BYU football? Well, it's it's a, a little bit of what we're trying to do here at BYU. It's it's what made. I mean, I've I've always um, been a fan of BYU, but when I got to know Lavelle, is when I actually like completely loved BYU. You know, and so um, the stuff that 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 uh, the the atmosphere and the culture that he provided for me as a player, is something that we're trying to do, and so the the traditions and all the great things that have been a part uh, part of what BYU is uh, that that 
Lavelle brought here, it's something that we're trying to do and continue here at BYU. I mean, it's, it's nothing unique to me. It's just something that has already been here. So if we can carry on the tradition, I mean, the stadium's named after him. And, and anybody that, that's been in that stadium has been in, you know, has worn the, the, the blue and the white, understand um, what it's like to be part of this program. And, and, and that's what Lavelle did here. You know, he, he made it so that it's, a, it's, a, it's something that just doesn't last for a period of time. It's an everlasting deal, and it's eternal. And so uh, just trying to do that. I mean, I, uh, like I said, it would be hard to live up to um, what Lavelle has done as a person. But I think that we can all try, you know, and try to do things, especially people that knew him personally. It's, it's hard to um, talk about Lavelle and not get emotional when you, when you talk to all the people that, that know him. Um, even even uh, his his great friends like Ron McBride and all the people that have been his opponents that that know him. It's just it's hard not to get emotional and not to to feel that um, so saddened by it. But uh, you know he he we can just live our lives the, the way that he, that he would like he would be proud of and and uh, just know that that what he's done and his influence can last longer than just by his presence on this earth. So he, uh, we hope to continue that and, 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 and like I said, make him proud. And I, I know that the, the, the fans and then our players on this team understand that. I mean, they, they, they definitely feel his influence in this program and, and hopefully we can carry on and, 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 and uh, continue to do what he's already started. Kalani Satake, the current head BYU football coach, reminiscing about Lavelle Edwards and what he wants his players to remember about the coach and the atmosphere that he's now trying to reestablish because he, he, wants, he wants to implement the things and the good parts of uh, when he was a player at BYU for those that are here now. And how, do you not, how could you not want to do yeah. that? Because of the experience that Lavelle created for so many. Well, and that's why that... Uh, that highlight that we see of the two of them hugging at the Utah game is so powerful because of what each person meant to the other and just how much, you know, we were joking about the, the Polynesian Lavelle Edwards, you know, he says that was his attempt to be funny, but, you know, I, I think that, uh, that Kalani and, and he stated that, that, you know, Lavelle did it the right way. And if he can come close to what Lavelle did, he'll be happy with what he's done. Kalani had quite the run. Fun to see his, uh, yeah. Facial expressions after the win at Notre Dame in 1994 yeah. when he's a freshman. I think on the back of his jersey it said Fafita. It did. It, it did. say Satake at that point. Two-year mission, red shirt, and then, uh, man, that final game against Utah. How do you, it was miraculous. How You can't explain it in any other way. It was the perfect way for it Lavelle to go It was the perfect out. way. It was the last miracle for Lavelle. What was Lavelle Edwards' greatest victory? A lot of you have replied with that final game in Salt Lake City at Rice-Eccles Stadium. Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, we'll ask our Twitter question to one of the greatest defensive backs to ever play at BYU and for Lavelle Edwards, Derwin Gray, also his memories of the legendary coach. This is BYU Sports Nation. I keep thinking back. I don't know what I did to influence him because we had good people on the staff and and what I did is that I um, I gave the staff responsibilities I mean I let them I, I let them work at it and I wasn't in there trying to change things around either offensively or defensively Portions of BYU Sports Nation brought to you by Brady Industries Clean Solutions a tradition for generations also by BYU Dining Services Chef Driven 
student-powered. Men's basketball back on the road tomorrow at LMU, trying to go 2-0 in West Coast Conference play, Jason. That's right. You can hear the game on BYU Radio at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Glad to have all of you with us. Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard in Studio B, broadcasting in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines. Of course, legendary BYU football coach Lavelle Edwards News that he has passed away came out yesterday at the age of 86. As we have mentioned a few times, the lights at LES remained on throughout the night. The Y on Y Mountain was lit. There was a moment of silence at the BYU basketball game, all as a tribute to the legendary coach. And a public memorial service will be held for Lavelle Friday, January 6, 2017, next year. Okay, we're, we're giving you all the specific details that we have. 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 Mountain, the location is yet to be announced. We will let you know as soon as we hear official word. It's just fun to look back on all the conversations uh, we've had with Lavelle, and it will be an absolute celebration. Speaking of those conversations, here's a little bit more from uh, our interview not too long ago from uh, Lavelle Edwards. Like I said, I grew up as a Norm, one of 14 children, and I used to come down and sneak over the fence on the north end there and watch some BYU games when I was a kid. We heard yesterday uh, from Dave McCann in that tribute to Lavelle Edwards that he, he had to get away from Pro Bowl. He didn't want to milk the two cows. He did not cows. want to milk the two cows. He knew if he stayed, that would be his job. He wasn't going to go to Utah, so it had to be Utah State. <laughs> but uh, he certainly grew up... Uh... Loving BYU, absolutely. Ob- obviously, men's basketball dominated Santa Clara last night, eighty-nine fifty-nine in the WCC opener. Eric Mika scored nineteen points, grabbed nine rebounds. TJ Haas finished with seventeen points, six rebounds, and six assists. Cougars, as we mentioned just moments ago, uh, at LMU tomorrow, four p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. BYU women's basketball dropped their West Coast Conference opener at Santa Clara, sixty-four sixty-three. Cassie Broadhead had twenty-one points to lead the way. Kalani Purcell's double-double with fifteen points and fifteen boards. In that losing effort, BYU trying to get back on track against LMU for Eastern. Watch it live on BYU TV tomorrow. Cougars in the NFL. It's the final regular season weekend in the National Football League. Daniel Sorensen and the Chiefs play at San Diego. Go Chiefs. Ziggy Ansah and the Lions host Green Bay. Kyle Van Oy and the Patriots face John Denny and the Dolphins in Miami. And Dennis Pitta and the Baltimore Ravens play at Cincinnati. While we're on the topic of the National Football League, six-year NFL veteran, BYU defensive back great, and a friend of BYU Sports Nation, Derwin Gray, joins us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Derwin, always a pleasure to have you back on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I always uh, enjoy being with you guys. We'll start with today's Twitter question, and uh, you can take this any direction you like. What was Lavelle Edwards' greatest victory as a coach? Yeah, I actually uh, I, I follow you guys on Twitter, so I actually tweeted something myself, and um, I said Coach Edwards's greatest victory was how he touched the lives of of his players. Um, I, you know, the the older you get, uh, the more you see that life isn't so much about accomplishing things and winning games are important but it's the fabric of the relationships in which you do those things with. And um, I, along with a bunch of other men now would not be the people we are. Had we not been under the influence and leadership of coach Edwards and, you know, my, my four years at BYU, I mean, I won close to 40 games, a teammate won a Heisman trophy. We were ranked as high as 
number four. Um, and, and so I know a lot about winning, uh, but I learned a lot about life from Coach Edwards. And at the end of the day, when you're younger, uh, you tend to think that winning is the most important thing. And winning has its place. I love to win. Uh, but how you win and the person you become in the midst of winning and losing is so much bigger than trophies or championship rings. Though Coach Edwards did win a national championship, but his influence undoubtedly is um, upon the lives of the young men uh, who some of us now are much older men uh, he imprinted us with. Because he meant so much to you, what was your reaction when you heard the news of your great coach passing away? I was stunned. My uh, my sister-in-law came downstairs and she, she said, uh, I just got a notification that Coach Edwards died. And it was like, it was like time just stopped. And, you know, I kind of had to, catch my breath and I kind of had to uh, really gather myself. And then all these memories of relationships began to flood my mind. Um, on senior day, 1992, uh, you, you get a blanket like, like after the game. And for some reason I was the very last senior. And so I got a picture of coach Edwards and I having this long, long embrace and uh, it just means the world to me that I got to play for not only a great, innovative coach who ushered in the modern passing game, but a great man. Uh, I remember the conversations we would have before games, conversations in the off-seasons, conversations when I got in trouble as a freshman, a knucklehead, <laughs> and, um, you know, his his guidance and wisdom and leadership. And, you know, I remember the first time I – met him. He, he, uh, he came to my high school in Texas and uh, he was in my head coach's office. And I just remember sitting down like, this is the guy I see on ESPN with the grumpy face, but he's not very grumpy. He's actually very funny. And uh, so after I met him, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to BYU. Derwin Gray is with us on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline, reminiscing about his former coach, Lavelle Edwards. Why did you ultimately say yes to him when he recruited you, Derwin, uh, coming out of Texas? Well, he was the only head coach that I met. And then when I went on my recruiting trip to BYU, it was unlike uh, the other school that I went to on a recruiting trip. And I seen the guys had real majors they were majoring in. Uh, Provo was just beautiful. And I knew that I was going to be playing for a great coach. I knew I'd get a great education. And I knew that I would have an opportunity to play early. But I think the personability of Coach Edwards is what really, really moved me. And, you, you know, you, oftentimes you interact more with your position coach. Like I interacted more with Coach Felt and, 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 and uh, Tom Homo when he coached. But at the end of the day, Coach Edwards – like, that was my coach. You know, whenever uh, I needed to talk, when my wife and I were thinking about getting married, he was someone that uh, we asked advice from. And what a lot of people don't know is Coach Edwards and his lovely wife, Patty, has sent my wife and I Christmas cards since I left BYU in 1993. We just got their <laughs> latest one. <laughs> Amazing. 
What do you yeah. what do you want your family, your posterity, or people that come up to you and say, "Hey, you played for Lavelle Edwards. What was he like? What do you want them to know about your coach?" Well, the uh, the first thing that I would say is that there's no question that there's a reason why he's a Hall of Fame coach. That I was prepared for the NFL because of the offenses I seen every day with Coach Edwards and Norm Chow, like the West Coast offense we did at B- B- BYU. I was prepared for an advanced NFL defense because of what I learned. But I think what people have got to understand about Coach Ed- Ed Edwards, though he was a master of X's and O's, his coaching ability was only surpassed by his ability to love people and understand them. And he made every player feel as though his special words to them was the only ones that got those special words. He, he had an ability to look into a person and tell them who they could be. He had an ability to coach an entire team, yet he was your coach. And that's a gift. Not everybody has that type of a gift. You have some pe- people who are great with X's and O's, but are terrible with people. You got some people who are great with people, but terrible with X's and O's. But Coach Edwards was a combination of both, is that he was able to not only give you the X's and O's, but I think his enduring legacy will, he was a great lover of people, and he understood how to reach people and pull the best out of them, not just on the field, but on the field of life. Derwin, it's been fantastic to talk to you, and uh, you never let us down, man. We, uh, we're always uh, encouraged and certainly uplifted when we talk to you, and, and that today is no different. Well, thank you, you know, and, and uh, for, for the young listeners that are listening that may not have gotten to experience him, uh, you know, we need more people like Coach. Uh, coaching the game at the end of the day is pretty easy, but being able to love people is the real challenge. And he did that uh, in a remarkable way. And I'm very thankful. We're thankful for your words as well, Derwin. God bless. And we'll talk to you again soon. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Derwin Gray on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. What did he say? He could look into your soul and tell you what type of person you can be? Yeah. Wow. Again, synonymous uh, with the things that we've heard from everyone. <laughs> it's, it's What else can you say at this point? It, it's hard to add anything else. I, I just feel like uh, we just need to soak that in, and we will do that. We'll take a short break and be back with more on the legacy of Lavelle Edwards and his greatest victories. But I never in my wildest dreams ever thought that um, that I'd even be a head coach in college, let alone have the kind of success. And then a BYU had never had great success in football, and they'd hired and fired coaches about every four or five years. And, uh, and then when I took over, uh, I just thought, well, I'm going to get fired anyway, so I might as well try something differently and see how it works out. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. 
Women's basketball back to work tomorrow at the Marriott Center. Jason and I will be there. That's right. You can watch the game on BYU TV at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Cougars looking to bounce back from a loss last night on the road at Santa Clara. Take on LMU. Our Twitter question today, what was Lavelle Edwards' greatest victory? At Art Director BYU, Miracle Bowl was more than a comeback. BYU was 0-2 in Holiday Bowls. Had to win. Edwards said more pressure than 1984, and we talked about that in the opening segment. Yeah, that's why that was my greatest victory for Lavelle Edwards. Everything that went into that game, an iconic finish, first bowl victory, that's, that's why it got mine. It's time for us to make our mark. Okay, not really, <laughs> but really just to go for two. Can you predict the future? Sometimes. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Getting you set for the weekend, BYU basketball back to work on the road at LMU, trying to go 2-0 in WCC play. As always, we make two predictions. Jerem Jordan has uh, inserted his predictions as well via text, Twitter, <laughs> or social media, whatever it came in on. And uh, we'll get to those. I will lead off today. Number one, my first going for two pick for BYU men's basketball tomorrow. I think the Cougars will hold LMU under 70 points. The Lions average 74.4 a game. They're playing on their home floor at Gersten Pavilion. I think BYU's defense has really stepped up. They have found they have found fun in playing defense, and well, I like that. Well, it looked it looked like it last night because their defense was fantastic last night. 59 points for Santa Clara and a 30 point win. BYU holds LMU under 70. Number two, BYU. Another defensive note, will combine for six blocks or more. They've been very good. They average 4.9 a game. I think they're going to one-up that on the road. BYU will have six blocks or more as a team against LMU. Defensive-minded going for two picks for me. All right. Uh, My going for two, it's going to be about offense. Surprise, surprise. BYU will once again shoot above 40%. From three. Don't get greedy, Jason. I almost went 50%. They shot 64.3% last night from three. Nine of 14. Don't get greedy. So I, I'm going to say, I'm, I think I'm being fairly conservative at 40% from three. <laughs> conservative from three with this team after what's happened this year? Hey, they're shooting it better. Also, they are. They the are. BYU bench will score a total of 20-plus points. Last night, the bench, led by Stephen, don't call me Scott Bale with 12, yeah, They had 30, uh, the bench did. I'm going to say they'll score at least 20 uh, on the road at LMU on tomorrow. On the road? Yeah. Wow, yeah. You, have, you have definitely Feeling very confident. The, bold, the bold version of going for two. <laughs> By the way, Jerem Jordan's going for two picks. I don't know why he does this, but he goes to the well a lot with the BYU will win by a certain number. He said 13-plus. surprised it's not, it's not 16. At least it's not 17-plus, Oh, yeah, 17. Right? There we go, not 16. Okay, so BYU will win by 13-plus. St. Mary's beat LMU by 12 last night. The Gales are ranked number 19 in the country. He thinks BYU is going to one-up that against the Lions, 13-plus. Okay, and then how about this? He says Nick Emery will score 20 Plus, Nick Emery led the defensive charge last night, shutting down Jared Brownridge. Dave Rose said Nick looked a lot like Jackson last night. (laughs) It's a huge compliment. Brownridge is a guy that, regardless of who he plays, is going to get his numbers. And for BYU and specifically Nick Emery to be able to hold him far below his average was very impressive. That, 
That guy is a very good player, speaking of Brownridge, and to do that was impressive. And Jerem Jordan going with the Nick Emery offensive firepower tomorrow will score 20-plus. Those are our going for two picks. Be sure and follow them tomorrow when the Cougars take on LMU Gersten Pavilion in the Los Angeles area. Our Twitter question today, what was Lavelle Edwards' greatest victory? Derwin Gray just told us it was all of the lives he influenced, of the young men he coached. And, uh, wow, what an emotional interview that was. If you missed it, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch it on the BYU TV DVR function. We will also tweet that out. Uh, We have all of the interviews available on YouTube. You can download the podcast as well. Derwin Gray, just the latest to add his uh, testament of why Coach Lavelle Edwards deserves the respect and uh, the status of legend that uh, has been given to him. That's why I like this this tweet. At H. Westover, Lavelle's greatest victory were the better men, husbands, and fathers as a result of him touching their lives. Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, we'll get you caught up on everything you need to know over the weekend and more of your tweets. Lavelle Edwards' greatest victories. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip-Around. Football. Legendary BYU football coach Lavelle Edwards passed away yesterday at the age of 86. The lights at Lavelle Edwards Stadium remained on throughout the night. The why on why Mountain was lit, all as a tribute to the legendary coach. And we do want to update you on some uh, some news on the funeral. A public memorial service will be held for Coach Edwards on Friday, January 6th, 2017 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Mountain. The location will be announced shortly. Men's basketball. What else is new? Men's basketball dominated Santa Clara last night by 30 in the West Coast Conference Opener. Eric Mika had 19 points. TJ Haas had 17. The Cougars at LMU tomorrow, 4 Eastern. Listen on BYU Radio. Women's basketball. Women's hoops lost its WCC opener last night at Santa Clara, 64-63. Cassie Broadhead had 21 points to lead the Cougars. Kalani Purcell with 15 points, 15 boards. BYU back at home tomorrow, taking on LMU 4 Eastern on BYU TV. Cougars in the NFL. Daniel Sorensen in the Chiefs, Ziggy Ansah in the Lions, Kyle Van Noy in the Patriots, John Denny in the Dolphins, and Dennis Pitta and his Baltimore Ravens all in action. We'll have your update for you on Monday's BYU Sports Nation. Future guests include Mike Empey, offensive lineman. A rise and shout today brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most goes to Patty Edwards. The Edwards were married for 65 years. Perhaps that was Lavelle Edwards' greatest victory in life. Goodness gracious. Our elite tweet of the day from at CL underscore living said when Patty said yes. Yes, there you go. That's a great one. Love that one. Thanks to uh, Derwin Gray, Kalani Sataki, and everybody on the crew. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. Our show always on demand, BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I am Spencer. A shout-out to the entire Edwards family from all of us at BYU Broadcasting. Whether it be BYU TV or BYU Radio, and certainly all of us here at BYU Sports Nation, it has been an honor to discuss and reminisce about the great Coach Edwards. You can listen to all of those interviews on YouTube. Check out our Twitter account at BYU Sports Nation. Take it all in. For Jason, I'm Spencer. We'll see you on Monday.